So I would like to continue talking about um, the art of living ageless. There are so many steps to this, and it's a very lonely journey. It really is. You could sit in a crowded room and just feel so alone. But I want to talk about the limberic. In one of my other podcasts, I talked about the chasms. About a year ago is when I really realized I was alone. The last three years had beat me really, really bad. But there was a purpose to that because of the Japanese red thread faith. Everything is connected, even the ugly, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all connected. It is. It is. All of it has a purpose. So we all have this limberic that we go through, this maze, and how we come out on the other side. It depends on what we experienced in that limberic. So going back to the chasms, when I first realized I was in my studio apartment, I had painted these pictures and they were coming from somewhere, but I wasn't certain where they were coming from. And as I continued painting, I started feeling this thing. I kept, I didn't even know what I was painting at the time until I looked at it at the end. And I remember painting these tracks and it almost was like train tracks, but they were wooden and they were, some of the slats were broken. But at the end, there was a rainbow, and I had this tunnel beneath the rainbow, this dark tunnel. And I had a painting of my foot, so it was like I could look in the painting and almost see one foot taking one step after another. But this was a wobbled bridge like an, a very old one, a hundred years old or something. And I had a dream that night. And in that dream, I that was so etched in my soul, that foot walking on that wobbled bridge. And in that dream, I could see beneath those slats. And I could see parts of me that I thought was no longer there. Crouched over, afraid, just choices that I had made in my life. I had made them with people, situation, and circumstances. I did it. And when I was on that chasm, I had to hold myself accountable for the decisions that I, I had made, not anyone else, I made them. And so when we get in these positions, because my last podcast was about repentance, and when we think about repentance, we think the sky is going to open and angels are going to float around and you know the, the concrete is going to crack open. No, repentance is just changing the path. Taking another path. 
And when I went through that, it was a narrative that was happening. Looking down at my past decisions. Even disobedience was in there. Because, see, I'm going to bring you somewhere else. Once I go past that, I'm going to show you where that disobedience, because that disobedience had kind of multiplied. It's almost like recently I purchased a gift for a family member, and it was a backward rabbit. At first, I didn't really get the humor from it because there was something deeper about it. I was at a jewelry store, very pretty. But I talked to this person last week, and she is very distraught about how her, her first marriage was so abusive, verbally, mentally cheating, lying, manipulating, all of it. And I saw these tears. I did. I saw these tears. And, and she's a wonderful person, just really sad that she had to go through that. But this backwards bunny represent, it's like when you, it's a brooch. So when you put it on, you see the back of the bunny, but you also see the back of her. So it's almost like this bunny is like a totem for this person, when they start falling apart, it's like, remember the backward bunny. You all are facing each other. And in my mind, I saw this, because I did not really realize that a rabbit could conceive while it's already pregnant. That's why they say you're having babies like a rabbit. I didn't know that. But it kind of brought me to another level. So when we look at these chasms, look through these chasms, and you think about young girls and young boys not having workable plans, you know, he look at her and she look at him and he says, come on, girl, let's make a baby and we'll figure out how to take care of it after it's born. Does that sound like a workable plan? And you know what? She just signed up for what? Poverty. Because they'll probably spend a lot of years running to catch up with the middle class. That's what happens with that. When there's no workable plan. When there's no thinking things through. That's what happens. So we, we keep doing these things and then we have to find our way through it. But it's about holding ourselves accountable. Because we have to find that self-love, that work, that value, all those things that were probably lost during those travels. So as we're walking through the limbric, knives are being thrown in our backs, swords, Achilles heels. Gossip, people pitching that, busting open your heels. I mean, you're just getting really beat up in this limbic. You know the movie, David Bowie played in it. Very good movie. I literally watched that the past few days, and my whole perception was shifted. It was just a fun movie years ago. But then when I saw all the symbolisms in it, 
it took me on another journey. It really did. And so we have to have these workable plans. We have to know that it's never too late to repent. Really, it's just never too late to repent. We have things in our life that we're not proud of. That is a part of going through the limbic. See, my limbic literally happened the last past three years. And then when you come up on the other side, you start picking up what you could keep. But during that time, you have to walk through that by yourself. That maze. That maze. And I promise you, you're going to get lost. You're going to get lied to. You're going to get manipulated. You're going to get cheated on. You're going to get all those things. But what is the most important thing of all this is coming up on the other side. A Shaolin master. Because somewhere in that maze, when you stand up in your own power and truth, you stand in it. You don't let anybody knock you off of your power. You don't let that happen. That is for the weak at heart. This journey is not for the weak at heart. It's just not. So what happens is you become this Shaolin master. And when those swords, and you, you fall down first. You really do. You fall down and you take those damn swords out of your back. You pull them out one by one. They hurt as much coming out as they did going in. But you pull them out one by one. And you know what? You pull all the little fiery swords or knives out of the heels, the Achilles heels. They'll be bruised, but that's okay. You can still walk. You can still walk. The negativity and all that, once you become a Shaolin master, the negativity from others and situations are welcomed. Because you know what? You take that and mix up a batch of success for yourself. You take that as a fuel energy to accept your mission in life. You have to accept your mission in life. Really, it's not funny. Do not credit people's situation and circumstances that discredit you. You cannot be attached to things that no longer serve your highest good. Put out the trash. Just put it out. Rotten fruit fall from the tree by itself. You don't have to pick it. So, just like DMX, the late DMX said, I love it. When you mow that lawn, you see those snakes. You choose who you want in your bubble when you stand in your own power and truth. You don't let everything and anything into your bubble. You're going to die. 
So I don't know. I really enjoyed saying this because I knew when I did that last podcast about repentance, because, you know, religion and all has its place. But I have stepped to another platform, which is, is my spirituality. It's what I reconnected myself with and with source and the highest. We just dealt with a horrible tornado. And I know that the Most High walked in front of it and kept us safe. That's when you start seeing, because you see, when I had my studio apartment, I found grace because I allowed myself to be in quiet and solitude and isolate. I didn't let the pandemic isolate me at that time. I isolated me because I wanted to become the best that I could be in this world and put my shine on. I'm a star. I am the prize. There is no need of running around behind little things, little bugs. I don't know what you call them. They're little tormentors. I don't know. Some people sleep with their tormentors. I, I, you know, that's a whole nother story for another day. So in being in, because I spoke about it on another podcast about knowing your kryptonite. That's where you lose your strength. Ask Superman, he'll tell you. So I'm going to close this up because I have some other work to do. And I hope that you find something to take away. I would have done this earlier this morning, but I the tornado had drained me. A lot, a lot of ill winds. And I happened to sit in the window and literally witness it. I saw the sky turn yellow. And I saw uh, the Wizard of Oz. I literally saw that tornado just whipping around. It was like something I just never experienced before. But I am an advocate for climate change and global warming. And I see all these things. And there's a reason why I'm being forced to see these things in action. So I want to continue doing these my podcast. But in two weeks, I have been called to another mission with some scientists and other people, we were going to work a project on this climate change and global warming. I'm very honored to be a part of this, but this will be a, like an eight-week process. I'm very happy that I was selected. Don't really, well, I guess I do. I know why, because I do recycle. And um, I've been doing so for about 10 years. And um, after evacuating to another state where my sister was in um, government over solid waste management, and I was able to get my hand on a lot of literature. And I left from there another person. And 10 years ago, I started this process of recycling plastic because during the storm, we drank a lot of tea. She introduced me to agave, and I fell in love with agave, and we kept drinking tea, but we were pouring water from plastic bottles. 
and I kept squeezing them and it was like they were almost talking to me and I'm like okay what's happening but then when I came home I was changed I was changed we can all make a difference no matter how big or small but I tell people who are still stuck in old patterns, habits, and behaviors, do me a favor, go love yourself. So I'm going to close with this right now, still working on my website, still working on uh, my landing page. All that is a process. So, and my other platforms, I'm very grateful for the support that I'm receiving because I didn't know that this was going to happen when I started. But I hope that I am a blessing for a lot of people out there. And when I see the analytics, I'm very clear that that is working. So I'm going to close out with saying my divine salutes your divine. Namaste. And I will have a question for you with this particular podcast. Thank you.